Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome back to the Rock With You podcast. Uh, I have another special, awesome, super guest here. I'm so excited to present to you. Uh, her name is Lauren Morris. Uh, <laughs> her handle goes by Lonnie Don. And uh, I just want to welcome her to the podcast. How are you doing, Lauren? Hi, I'm doing really good. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's good <laughs> to have you on. Um, um, for everybody, um, well, first, like, I like to start off the podcast by kind of letting people know how I know Lauren, and then I'm going to then start asking Lauren all these questions and seeing what she wants to talk about, all this kind of stuff. But uh, I met Lauren, uh, and then Lauren, you can interject anything if I'm, because you already you already got me because I said something wrong last time. <laughs> I said the wrong year. You, you got that. But I have met Lauren um, at CTN, well... I don't even think that year they were calling it X. I think it was just still CTN. Mm, I don't know. I don't remember either. But I met her in 2014. Mm-hmm. Apparently, not 2015. It was 2014. A whole extra year earlier. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, um, I met her through the uh, Oli Academy. All of our Oli Academy friends um, were getting together, and um, we were showing each other uh, each other's artwork and. Um, she just really blessed me by like um, what she had saw in my work and it really made me feel like I was not a ghost that I was actually existing and everything like that she was so kind so sweet about what she saw in the, in the comics that I was showing her and the characters and everything like that it was so uplifting and she was just so kind and so nice and and um, me blush <laughs> And um, I was looking at her work too, especially her work, uh, Sin and Squib, which I want to talk about later. And um, it was so cute and so, um, uh, there's, there's, because I want to talk about it, a lot about it later, but she has a project that she's been working on and uh, these two characters and just seeing these two characters interact with each other um, and the color she was bringing and the, uh, the story that she was telling without like telling, you know, oh, this is, the, the, they're saying this and talking this and all this kind of stuff. So you could really, you really felt the, the, um, uh, the characters, like who they were and what they were to each other uh, by just these scenes and these shots that she was doing. So I was like very impressed of, of that. And um, I'm getting to that you. more later. <laughs> but um, Lauren, okay, I feel like I'm talking a lot, but I wanted to ask, <laughs> as in welcoming Lauren to the podcast, I wanted to, uh, how did I want to start? Um, oh yeah, tell us about yourself. Tell us any, any, um, um yeah who, who are you what what are you who are you <laughs> <laughs> who am I um I guess like in terms of what I do which is what everybody starts with right. um I I'm an animator and artist um full-time recently which is really cool I've waited awesome. probably I don't know 10 years to uh, have sort of a full-time permanent position as an animator and artist, which is very exciting. Um, uh, so that's kind of, in terms of, yeah, what I do is kind of that. But in addition, I, I have all kinds of other hobbies as well. Um, and I guess I don't know how to further identify myself. I'm, <laughs> I'm British. I'm from the southeast uh, of England. Uh, if you couldn't 
already down by my accent. Um, and yeah, I'm also a podcaster. I run the DIY animation yes. show podcast, yeah, with Jessica Doll, yes. uh, who's another OA student. Um, so yeah, we we all know each other. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, I gotta say hi to Jess. I have been a bit distant. I gotta tell her what's up. <laughs> uh, I feel so sad. Uh, so so bad friend. <laughs> Well, when I when I told her that I was going to be on here with you, she was like, oh, please tell Reggie I say hi. So consider that delivered. Okay. <laughs> hi, Jess. Hi. Uh, <laughs> how are you doing <laughs> from far away? Oh, my gosh. I got to hit up Jess. Yeah, she Jess is an awesome artist. Uh, very like what I like, love about Lauren and Jess. They are so kind and just so... Oh, man, like you can even tell from just their voice and, and just uh, um, how they talk to you or how they treat you. They have such a pure and kind way of seeing life and seeing people. Um, and um, it's just it's great to be around you guys. It's great to be um, to learn and hear from you and, and, and everything like that. And um, um, I was going to talk about how I get those feelings when I listen to D DIY animation, um, which uh, the podcast, which to tell you the truth, I have like, I I'm such again, I have not listened to like that much of it, like all of them, all the episodes <laughs> you guys have, I know we're in the season two and things like that, but I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, but when I do, and I hear you guys start your podcast off, it's so freaking positive. You guys are such a like light, like ball of energy, and it just mm -hmm. feels so good. And it's like, oh wow, like I live in a world where there's people that live like this, that that that, <laughs> uh, that are like this in reality. It's like uh, you guys are real animated characters. You know, I mean, there's evil animated characters but you guys are like the good ones or the positive ones so, <laughs> so um but uh yeah yeah so yeah Let me, <laughs> it's just really good to um to always like conversate with you or converse converse with you I'll i like conversate i think that's a brilliant word <laughs> it should be used more often yes yes i say the same thing too <laughs> Um, but it's just also, I just want to say I am not brilliant at taking compliments, probably because I'm British, but I genuinely you all can't see it, but I am grinning ear to ear. So oh, well, yeah, just, <laughs> thanks for all the kind words, Reggie. It's really nice. No, it's like <laughs> uh it's such a blessing. It really is. Um and this is the same thing I was talking about in the last podcast with Brandon. We're like, I don't know really how to take any compliments and stuff like that. I'm like, uh, you don't, you don't know me. I'm not that like, my brain is crazy. <laughs> I'm trying the best just, I can. To be I good. don't understand why it should be so difficult to accept compliments right. though, because I mean, they, they make you smile and hopefully right. they're, in, I mean, they're intended to make you feel good. So hopefully they make you feel good too. Right. I think it's just kind of like, what, what do you say to a compliment? Right, I just, yeah, I think it's just like how I do think I think grinning is generally just you know quite <laughs> quite a good quite a good response, but obviously it doesn't translate well in podcasts. Right, everybody's <laughs> like, why is it so quiet? Like, what's happening? <laughs> what's going on here? No, but yeah, that but actually that can open up into another whole type of conversation about how we, even us as artists, how we. Um, keep each other uplifted or communicate uh, because I, I feel that um, 
I don't know if, if, well, I didn't really plan for it to go into this. It's just kind of opened up, but you know, we come up so challenged with creating, you know, mm. for like most of our lives, you know, trying to convey a certain mood, uh, a certain mood or, or character or, or something that is from our anim- uh, imagination or, you know, something that we're trying to, to uh, communicate with. And, um, you know, wanting somebody to be pleased by it. Uh, I always feel like it's, 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 it's always been like a rough journey for most of us artists and, mm-hmm. um, and how maybe how hard we are on ourselves mm-hmm. um, also do, does something and it, even society too, maybe society and how, uh, you know, I'm not saying from inside the house, but maybe just, uh, you know, the schools and the, the media and things that we've learned or, you know, we don't want to be shunned or we don't want to be, you know, locked away or, you know, uh, this yeah. kind of thing that has applied so much pressure on us to maybe build up a hard surface of like expecting the worst. And when somebody says like, this is really nice. It's like such a shock. It's like, Oh my God. Like, I don't know what to do with that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a strange one. I, I don't know why we're kind of, Mm -hmm. I guess part of it, a lot of the time you're told not to, uh, I guess like boast about stuff. Very true. um, So I feel like, although people have, you know, you've been told not to boast about things, not to be, proud about things but nobody's kind of given you an alternative of how to express when you are pleased with something that you've done or just really encouraged by somebody Mm -hmm. um you know complimenting uh your work or you or you know things like that maybe it's just a case of just saying that's really encouraging thank you I don't know right it could be just that simple (laughs) you're, you're right oh but yeah uh very interesting. Um, I don't know. I may keep that into talking to other artists too about that same type of how they feel about that. Um, mm. Yeah, we'll further explore this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, maybe maybe collectively we can all come up with a solution for, yes. for responding well to compliments. I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff out there on the internet that kind of uh, has some good suggestions, but mm, right, I haven't. Right. Well, I guess I just haven't Googled them yet. So I'll be out there waiting. <laughs> Got some researching to do. Got some researching. Yeah. We'll get back to you guys on that. So. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Okay, so one thing I wanted to say, and I didn't really, I we talked about this, but to hear that you're full-time uh, animating, um, mm-hmm. that is uh, before, because that is huge. Uh, many, I don't know if... Well, anybody that's listening to this probably knows how difficult it is to have a lifestyle uh, to uh, be able to have that. Um, That's something I don't have, uh, not yet. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm just so grateful to hear that about you, Lauren. I'm so like, I wanted to clap on it. Like, oh my God, like, yo, yo, this is great. Um, But I thought, I think you told me that before, but I wasn't sure. But like, it's just so good to hear. Mm. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I... I graduated in 2011 Mm -hmm. um, from animation at university. Um, And from then it was just kind of uh, short contract work in animation. I mean, I was fortunate to have 
uh, even that. And then I, I went sort of freelance for a bit as well for yeah. like over several years. So kind of on and off freelancing and then contract work. Um, and then I guess it was fairly recently that I was like, do you know, actually I'd really quite like a regular paycheck. That would be quite good. <laughs> So, um, I mean, like my, my living situation is such that I don't have a lot of rent to pay currently. So I've been able to save a lot, which is really good. Um, I have my parents to, to thank for that. I'm staying at their house and there's like, yes. Oh, good. So uh, yeah, I have, they've enabled me to keep at it because if it wasn't for them, um, I, I think I probably would have had to get a, quote-unquote normal job um, a long time ago um so that's been really good uh but yeah recently um what with one thing and another I'm just like I am I'm ready to start you know really going for um for some jobs that are going to be a permanent position with a regular paycheck um decent money yeah um and I think part of that as well was just having the confidence in myself to be like, do you know what? You can apply for all these jobs. The worst they're going to say is no. So why haven't you been applying for all these jobs for the last 10 years? I I think I was just too scared. I didn't feel like my art skills were, were far enough along, um, you know, that, or most people's worst fear is that imposter syndrome, like, Mm-hmm. you'll be invited for the interview and you'll do really well and then they might give you the job and then you're like oh but then they'll find out that really I'm not as good as right. I I appear to be and it just yes. occurred to me if I'm not lying on my resume my CV and I'm not lying in my um showreel uh, yeah the animation and I'm not lying in my portfolio yeah. then all that stuff is true right. it's all stuff that I've done and right. therefore I can do it <laughs> Right. It's like that, that logic, but for whatever reason, it just took like nine years for that yeah. to fall into place. Oh my gosh. Lauren, thank so, you for yeah. saying those things because those are things that I still struggle with um, right. as well. It's easy to struggle with them. Like mm-hmm. it's, I guess it's another one of those kind of pillars of not wanting to like put yourself forward, and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of. I don't know, but yeah, continue. <laughs> no, it's just like, and it is interesting because I just, um, for the business I'm running, I just, well, I want to say hired. I kind of hired, I asked a person for some service, a good friend of mine for some service to help me like to put out better plans to to uh, help with me to run the business correctly, you know, to be able mm-hmm. to make more money, um, find more clients, all this kind of stuff, and then work on the in-house projects and just to have things balanced out. And um, I was one, I was so grateful at how she um, has, she didn't make me feel bad about Mm -hmm. like, you know, where I was, you know, she was like, hey, so, so 
I guess we're getting all personal with my stuff. So <laughs> like, uh, you know, I was telling her right now, I haven't been really seeking out clients. I know that I should be, but I've been working more on the in-house project thing that I've been mm. trying to, you know, get out for the last three years or whatever. And, um, but I know I need to be get out there fishing. I need to always be fishing to bring in more income through this business and on the, for this side, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, um, it was just so I was just glad at how she didn't make me feel bad for that kind of struggle. Yeah. I know there's a, there's like because there's years upon years upon years of like why I would feel, you know, I'd go out for this job, go out for that job, not see this, not see that come through. And then I would put it on myself as I'm not good enough yet. I got to mm-hmm. get better. I got to get better and all this kind of stuff like that. Um, and uh where it could be it may sound easy for somebody to say just go and do it and then but in my head yeah. i'm like but there's all these bricks in the way how am i supposed <laughs> to go you know so um one thing was having um this friend to not beat me up about it and then mm. two and then hearing your inspiration about the similar journey and how you have um um progressed or have you you've grown and seen success and then I'm speaking right now that you're going to see more and more success in what you're doing and and you know whether uh you know you're going to be working for another studio or you're working for your thing and doing but you're going to more and more and more growth because we don't stop growing so Mm -hmm. you know I'm excited about that and but seeing how you got through this helps me to say hey wait a second like and how simply you said that you put it, you like kind of lined it up in my in my mind to see it so differently than how I saw it. So now I have to make the decision. Okay, I'm gonna take this nasty, dirty bag that's in my mind and throw it away, and mm. and I'm gonna start thinking this way, you know. Yeah. Um. So, uh, thank you for uh being a guest on this podcast and like freaking <laughs> dropping that freaking powerful uh uh power up for all of us oh my gosh yeah well i mean the the other first of all compliment accepted thank you very much <laughs> secondly um it also ties into kind of what what one wants out of life right and so when i was at uni pretty much I think pretty much everybody in my class and myself included was like Mm. I really want to work for like Pixar Disney because they were two separate companies then um or you know like maybe DreamWorks maybe Sony uh Mm. you know maybe some of the French animation places maybe Cartoon Saloon because you know those were all the really great studios that were bringing the really cool fresh stuff and it was you know that's that's where you wanted to be and then so coming out of uni, that's kind of what I was striving for. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to, you know, take these jobs, get some more experience. And mm-hmm. then gradually I'll get better and better and I'll improve all my skills to the point where I feel like I could apply for a job at one of the big studios. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might just have a chance of getting in there and it'll be amazing. My whole life will be wonderful and it'll be really cool because I'm working at the studio. And then... I I can't remember at what point it was, but somewhere along the line, I guess in the last few years, I I guess gradually I started coming off the idea of like being at a studio, a big studio. Mm. It's like, yeah, you know, realistically, there are definitely people who are better than me 
um, that's not to say it wouldn't ever happen. Right. But I'm like, yeah, I don't know. But then in the last few years, um, I just reached a point in knowing myself in mm. that I realized, actually, I don't want to work at a big studio mm-hmm. that actually doesn't doesn't hold any interest for me at all. I would actually much rather work at a smaller studio. Right. Um, be- I think because there's, you see a lot on the internet, there's a lot going on about big studios. Right. And they, you know, they hit the news for not always the greatest things. <laughs> right. um, and I, I guess I just started to realize that actually just because you would have this amazing job in this amazing studio, mm-hmm. actually you would still have the same kind of, um, I guess, unsavory long working hours. You would still right. have that creative burnout right? Um, and possibly more magnified because of the timescales that everybody has to keep. Um, yeah. I mean, it just sounds like a lot of crazy work. And I realized that I am not really interested (laughs) in doing ridiculous long hours and crazy work for the prestige of maybe having my name on the credits of an A-list animated film. I realized that's just not my jam. I just don't care. I really don't care. I'd much, much rather be working alongside people whose company I enjoy yeah and um whose uh skills whether it's in art or project management mm-hmm. the whole shebang i'd much rather be working alongside people whose skills i can learn from right um, and make projects that i really care about right and yeah. so that kind of yeah that kind of set me on the path of like i'm just not going to waste any energy trying to go after pixar mm-hmm. that's what everybody assumes an animator would do it, oh right, you're fresh yeah. out of uni i know nothing about animation but i bet you really want to go to disney don't you that would be the <laughs> best thing ever and to begin with i was like it would be really cool and now i'm just like yeah you know what? i just i don't i don't mind i prefer smaller companies i've worked yeah. for a lot of smaller companies now and I think part of it as well is just having the variety in the job because there's fewer mm. of you, you mm. have to learn these different skills. You get yes. to do storyboards as well as animation, as well as um, prop design. And said it. yeah, all of that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, in the, I think maybe in the last year, that's even narrowed down further in that I've discovered rather than animating linear content like Mm, tv shows i actually really enjoy animating for games there's just something so exciting about game animation and i think it's because people actually interact with what you're animating rather than just watching it and that just i get really excited about that oh my gosh and that's right because i was supposed to be bringing up some of the pixel art that i remember and Oh my God. Like, Oh, you, you're bringing up some stuff. Like now I want to open this entire new box <laughs> like that. <laughs> I never thought about that. And it's really cool. Cause I've been, uh, I've been doing a lot of more studying on 3d, uh, going back. I, I went to school oh, cool. and did a lot of 3d animation, but I'm going back into a lot of, uh, 3d and thinking about game design, thinking about also building a game and, and stuff like that too. Um, and I've been playing more games, which is great. Oh my gosh. Yes. I've been, oh, like we, I need, 
I grew up, you know, enjoying games. So it's, it's so great yeah. to be back in that, but you, oh my God, all that stuff that you just said, uh, I'm going to kind of like go back and talk about how I really love what you what you brought up and just how you coming to know yourself, you coming to know what is something, what is the life that I'm really going to mm. uh, um, be pleased with, uh, enjoy, you know, because again, like these are our days you've lived, yes. you know, um, you know, 20 something on 30 years or whatever. I don't know. You're, I'm not going to say your age. I don't know. We don't talk about your age. <laughs> like she's no, I have she's just, super I young, turned, <laughs> super youthful. I turned 30 last summer. Hey, let's go with the 30. Let's go. It's true. And I think in that, in like 29 and 30, yeah. um, people are, put a lot of like emphasis on turning 30 anyway which I am just like it's still just an age it doesn't really magic anything up but I think it's with that age for me personally I've learned a lot more about myself about what I want and where that is in relation to what either I think other people expect of you like generally yeah um and I don't know where I was going with that thought, but it's just, it's so important to kind of sit down and figure out what, what it is that you actually want and whether the steps that you're taking get you closer to it mm-hmm. or if they're further away from it. I mean, sometimes you have to take steps because they are necessary. Like right. you need money to live on. <laughs> so maybe dropping everything and trying to make a feature film by yourself is not going to be very financially lucrative. Right. Certainly not until it makes it to the cinema and gets the big bucks. (laughs) um, It's just, it's kind of looking at those things and seeing how you can adjust your course. It's not Mm. always like a complete 180. It's just, well, if I make a few tweaks here, I'll feel that will bring me more satisfaction. And it will get me closer to the things that I want to be doing. Right, right. Soup, yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I'm on that journey too and mm-hmm. tweaking little things in here, working on little things in there. And, and what I like about it, because I feel like, again, how you had talked about what may somebody may perceive that you need to be doing at this age or what the yes. society says that you need to be doing and all this kind of yeah. stuff versus There's all this focus on being young like oh if you're 20 right. something and you've made it into a big studio or I don't know you've right I don't know circumnavigated the world with only a paper clip and a pocket knife or something I don't know and it's like actually if if you do that when you're 40 years old that's just as cool right exactly yeah yeah and so that's why again we were talking earlier about like I'm like oh man I feel like a kid <laughs> like I feel yeah. like there is so much to to be growing and learning and doing like mm. you know even at my age I'm 35 guys um so but, old, Richie. uh yes oh my gosh <laughs> and I feel so al- I feel like more alive than I ever have yes like, and it's like so cool. It's so weird because I feel like there's so many things that have taught me, hey, once you're turning 35, 40, you're gonna, you're breaking down. Your 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 life is closing up. And like, how come I feel like my life is opening up so much more? Yes, you know? that's exactly what it is. And I think having that youthful outlook, it just 
Yeah. It keeps you sharp. And right. like, like we were saying earlier, um, like before we started recording about it just kind of keeping you flexible and yeah. open to yeah. things. Right. Um, I think there's a lot of emphasis placed on um, being like mature and grown up and right. adulting and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, yes, there are responsibilities, but mm-hmm. actually you don't have to approach it with a really somber outlook. I think <laughs> the more you can approach it with a really kind of a youthful skip in your step and a smile right. on your face and just be like, cool. Okay. Let's see what this is. Yeah. Um, I just feel like I certainly glean a lot more from things from looking at them youthfully rather than taking them sort of straight on the nose and being very, yeah, yeah, serious about everything. Right. And I was too gonna, short. Yeah. And I was going to say too, what it allows you to do. And I think I was talking about this on one of the early podcasts, something like that, but allows you to uh, not have this, I have to be perfect type of thing like if I mess up oh my gosh like I'm gonna die like somebody's gonna if I don't get this thing right like you know um just all this kind of pressure that I feel that oh you're getting older so you have to like do everything perfect it's like that is impossible like (laughs) you know um so yeah this is oh man this brought out like a a lot of a lot of good juice that I think is gonna be good for like I'm already blessed (laughs) I'm, I'm like, oh, so, yes, that's good. Know, but I think this is also going to help anybody else that's listening to. Um, and I love, I just, again, too, how you were talking about um, the smaller studios and just you mm. being able to be around, like, again, I think of it as a family, you know, um, and, and, yeah. and being able to uh, work closely and, and collectively um on not just even just one certain skill or one certain uh, draftsman or, or, you know, one certain thing you're doing, but as you're talking about storyboarding, you're talking about, you know, um, pro- uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, just, uh, oh, like prop design and stuff. Yeah. yeah just, exactly. just every, having your finger in every artistic right. pie. <laughs> like that is so like, to me, like that's always been, at least for me, it's always been my dream to like, I'm like, I want my hands in everything. Like I want to be yeah. over the whole thing. I don't want to just do <laughs> one thing. You know, I remember going to school and it was always the talk, like two things. I'm gonna say two things. One, it was always the talk. Okay. Pick a concentration, do that good. And that's pretty much it. That's your road. And like, it just, yeah. for me, I, I, my heart didn't agree with that because that's not what I was, my goal was, I didn't want to mm. just concentrate on one thing. There were so many things that I love and, and wanted to learn and, and everything like that. And then um, two, even in school was kind of weird. was like, I kind of didn't want to finish school. And, and, it, and I'm going to say like, this, not like finish, like I didn't want to be smart, graduate and, and move on. It's like, I didn't want to stop learning. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't yeah. want to stop like like closing the doors to learning information of, you know, about storyboarding, about, you know, 3D, about um, um, modeling and, and, and um, life, you know, just there's so mm-hmm. much, there's such a, a lot to learn. And, and, yeah. and, and um, my words are all mixing together, like, uh, <laughs> like pudding or something. No, like it's good. And I totally, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm totally with you on that. It's just, yeah. One one of the other things, yeah, I guess I guess into the run up of my thirtieth year, I 
at 29, I must have had like a thousand revelations, but I'm just like, cool, lay them on me. Um, But one of them in particular was that I don't, I don't want to be defined by what I do. Oh my gosh. Or letting what I do define me. So as an animator, well, you have to be, yeah, you have to be watching animation the whole time you have to be animating the whole time you have to be doing your gesture drawing and you're not allowed to do anything outside of animation right because you need to be getting better at this one thing like you were saying actually i really love sewing i love astronomy stargazing i love i've taken up weaving in the last year um what else do i do um I don't know. I just you do. like your There's nails. So you like your nails. Yes, I do. I love painting my nails. It's just, right. I mean, it's so easy for all of these things to be seen as like frivolous, not yeah. important and, you know, distracting you from what you really should be doing. Right. Like actually, no, animation is just a facet of who right. I am. Yeah. And it's kind of a means to an end. That's mm-hmm. how I like to tell my stories. Mm-hmm. Some people tell them in songs. Yeah. Some people tell them in comics. Mm-hmm. I happen to use animation to tell mine. Um, and it's kind of when I started seeing it as a facet of who I am, it is right. not wholly who I am. It's a part of it. I think that's when I started feeling um, just freer in what mm. I was doing. You want to take up, um, I don't know, shoemaking, go ahead and do it. It's going to be great. You want to travel the world and see every, I don't know, John Lautner house that he ever designed. Go and do that because all these different interests, they all feed into each other. Right. So none of the time that you spend exploring and expanding your mind and doing the things that you just freaking enjoy doing, none of it is wasted because it all feeds into everything. There will be lessons that you learn in knitting that can be applied to animation yeah that, <laughs> just the oh whole shebang it's just all of it together and i think when we stop kind of compartmentalizing mm-hmm. um these kind of things and start letting that kind of bleed through from one thing into another i think that's when kind of a lot of growth starts to happen mm-hmm. and interesting things start to happen right Ooh. Oh my gosh. Oh, what the freak, man? What the? What are you doing to us? <laughs> Sorry. See, this is. <laughs> you got people driving with their brains exploding. We got to be safe here. What the heck? If you need to pull over and just take a moment, please do. Yes, guys, please do. Because this is, oh my God, this is so great. It's so deep. And these are, as you're bringing those things up, I'm thinking about myself and trying to you know because there's this like branding yourself branding you got to be this and only do Mm -hmm. this and you only got to be seeing and i understand those certain aspects of you know uh you know uh to to make a a living or something like that showing that you're good at this so you can work here and do this stuff like that but it Mm -hmm. it can become so like again even me um like i want to direct i want to direct film animation i want to direct I just want to tell stories in the best ways that I can and want to work together with, with teams and families and people to Mm -hmm. make some great stories for people. You know what I'm saying? Um, But you know, uh, there's, uh, 
me doing comics and wow let's let's go deep real quick me doing comics i've been doing comics since i i don't know since i was a little kid you know that was the means of me telling story that's it i didn't have a film camera i didn't do all i'm not really good at writing you know but um i liked to tell these stories through pictures and what i had in front of me was a pencil and a paper boom I can use these to tell the story, you know, and so just mm. through the years, it's grown like that. But however, there's this thing on the inside of me that, and I, you know what, let's just say we're going to get, we're getting rid of this thought that me doing comics is either like this poor man's thing, this, this thing that I'm invisible. So again, leading back up to what I said in the beginning of the podcast about how you saw my work and you saw something in it. Mm. where I could, I would show my comics or this and that, whatever. And I just feel like people just, just whatever. This is a kid's thing. What are you doing? Why are you drawing pictures? Why are you trying to, what is this? You know? And when somebody saw something in it, I was just like, Oh my God. Like, it's like, Oh, I am alive. Oh, this is, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, something I'm, I, how do I say it? I enjoy creating comics because that's something I can do and I do it alone and it's like I get to tell the story from the closest perspective of my heart or you know whatever um and I shouldn't feel bad about that a lot of times it's like a struggle because I feel bad because I keep thinking of what people think I should be doing or Mm -hmm. what you know and I want to do all kind of things but I can do comics and I like doing them and I like getting the story out this way and I shouldn't feel, Oh, how do I market myself? Cause they don't, you know, and and a lot of it could be again, leading back up to that, that little dirty bag that I got to throw out of my head of what um, I may think that people see myself as, or things I put in my mind uh, Mm. of how, um, the the world sees me and all this kind of stuff like that so yeah yeah, we're we're throwing the bag out uh yes (laughs) we're throwing a lot of that stuff out (laughs) welcome to the podcast we're this is a podcast you throw your junk out (laughs) you listen you throw this stuff out oh my gosh but oh oh my gosh i mean i just on on the one hand i feel like it is good to be able to sort of state clearly what it is that you do and Mm. it can be helpful to have as a marker um kind of what people around you are doing yeah but by the same token it I don't feel like it doesn't feel good to feel bound by it. I think yes. you can use all these things that you love to do, all the things that are really important to your heart, mm-hmm. and use them to bolster your your confidence and your presence in that area. Does that make sense? Yes. And so <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, rather than feeling bad about like, oh, I, I draw animations. Usually people think they're for kids. And it's like, no, they are. That is what I enjoy doing. For you, right. it's comics. And that should be the thing that gives us confidence, I think, because we enjoy them so much. Right. And they are, yeah, just that's, that is how we communicate the things that, that are important to us, to the rest of the world. Yes. Amen. I think I finished that thought. 
Oh my gosh. Also, I just, bringing up our meeting at CTN again, I just, I have such a clear, vivid memory of that. Um, (laughs) I just, it was, because, because, I think when when you were showing me your your sketchbook or um I don't remember exactly what it was but your drawings I remember looking at them and thinking they are so dynamic and mm. they have such a vitality to them and I had literally never seen anybody draw this way before and they were so like intense and energetic and they had I don't know just this certain vibe about them and I was just like how how is this guy not just like showing this to everybody because it's just so freaking good so um thank you for sharing them with me because I was inspired by them as well oh and it's been (laughs) it's been so exciting to like you were good then you are even better now like you you. have leveled up like 20 times in that time um it is just astounding and I've I've watched you work on your figure drawing and just constantly relentlessly going for it and that in itself is inspiring let alone the things that you draw so thank you for sharing that with all of us because that in itself is a good it's just an amazing motivator. And yeah, I mean, like with this podcast as well, I'm going full in now, Reggie, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> with this podcast as well, like your whole demeanor is so uplifting and empowering and encouraging. And whenever I'm kind of like, oh, you know, hot stuff and I'll send you something, you'll be so like, yes, this is amazing. I'm just like, really? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and so I feel 10 times better about what it is that I'm making. So it's just, we need to share that encouragement with our artist buddies. And it's so important because art at the best of times is difficult to make, I think. And to know that you've got at least, at least one other art friend who's (sighs) always going to be like, this is really good. You are getting better every day is huge. Right. So thank you for being one of those people for me, Reggie. Oh, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm Awkward compliment moment. <laughs> We're doing this. We're trying it. Oh yeah. my gosh! But uh, ah, <laughs> uh, like yo, like this. Um, dang, I don't know. I, uh, my brain is kind of. I'm in that smiley mode. I don't know what to. <laughs> like, what do I, What do you do after this? <laughs> but oh, but like. Lauren, you have brought up just some of the, it's, it's crazy. Okay. So, you know, okay. This is, I guess it's my podcast, right? Rock with you podcast. Yeah. So I'm supposed to be like, okay, like leading this thing, but it's like, I'm learning and eating so much stuff right now <laughs> that I'm like, I'm like, can we get somebody else to like keep this going? I'm like, can I, can I sit and just meditate real quick? <laughs> you know? This has been such a blessing. Um, uh, I don't know how long we have been going and I'm not even sure. Like I had a whole bunch of little stuff I wanted to ask you, but I feel like um, we kind of got into a lot of it kind of. Um, yeah. 
Um, I, I, um, I, okay. There, I'm just going to ask this real quick. There's, I, I think I, I want to make a little thing about this is something. Mm-hmm. Really, I just wanted to ask you, what is something that <laughs> I told you I was going to ask you, what's something you do not like? <laughs> oh, that's such, what, what do I dislike? Such a weird question to ask when you're doing all this positive stuff. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> no, I like it though. It's just like, yeah, little fresh drop of mint in the midst of everything. Um, what do I dislike? That's really, I, I, it is weird. I don't know. That's so difficult. I know, I, I know. I'm thinking about it now, and I'm like. What do you say now? Like, what do you do? I'm like, <laughs> okay, if you can't I mean, come up. <laughs> so, so something I, I find a challenge are gloomy days. I don't want to say I dislike mm. them because I'm trying to teach myself to see the beauty in them. Ah, like yeah. I am solar powered when the sun is out. I'm like, life is great. This right. is the best thing ever. It's just marvelous. And then if the next day is like a cloudy gray skies day, I'm like, yeah. Oh, I just, I just don't really want to, I don't really want to do anything. Right. Um, you know, or maybe, yeah, I guess, I guess that will be okay. And so <laughs> I'm, I dislike cloudy days, I guess. Like the mm-hmm. horrible full on grey blanket, there's right. not a lot of daylight around and right. but that being said, I'm I'm trying to relearn to enjoy them because uh my friend Jess, Jessica Doll, who I've mentioned, yes. she she has the most wonderful attitude towards like gloomy rainy days. Mm. Uh whenever I'm just like, hey Jess, how how's it going? And she'd be like, Oh, it's 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 just one of those really nice cloudy, like grey days. There's there's just like a little bit of rain starting to happen. So I'm you know, I'm just getting all comfy in front of my Cintiq and um, I'm just, I'm just going to start working. I've got a cup of tea and it's, she just, she knows how to make the best of like a gray gloomy day. Right. So I'm really trying to learn from her and be like, okay, Lauren, how, how can you learn to enjoy this gray, That's gray gloomy funny. day? Because there's nothing wrong with the day. It's still right. daylight. It's my attitude towards <laughs> it. So yes. Um, in a very roundabout way, I, genuinely well generally don't enjoy i can't even bring myself to say i dislike them mm-hmm. i just don't enjoy them as much right 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 that's cool and i like again this goes with the progressive way of thinking um it's interesting you could have said like i don't like cloudy days and that's it like we're done however <laughs> you're like i don't like them but <laughs> but <laughs> I'm like learning to be cool with it and like see the good out of it. Like yeah. that's that youthful, awesome way of, of thinking. And I feel like <laughs> that is, that's just a blessing to have. And I feel that uh, um, it may be a little bit more work to have m- more mm. work to do, but oh, yeah. it is going to, it, it again, that then, allows you to not be this perfect like you know 
uh, it's got to be this way. It's got to be that way. It's got to be mm-hmm. this way. And then when something weird or dumb happens, or even the what we're going through right now, like your whole world doesn't flip upside down. And then you start treating yes. others or your environment in a very nasty way because the sky is gray, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's like super cool. That's super. Uh, and I feel like I kind of took that a little deep, but it actually, it is that deep. I'm, I'm saying it right now. It is deep. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, okay. Okay. Lauren, I don't want to keep you too long. I think I would just wanted to, um, uh, kind of close out the show and just ask you, um, if there's anything that any kind of we've, you've been already lighting this freaking podcast up. We're going to get the ratings, <laughs> off the roof like i you know when this goes up and out everywhere spotify all this so thank you enough uh i'll send your check to you (laughs) (laughs) but i was gonna say if there was anything that you would want to say to to anybody out there um any any power-ups anything uplifting anything uh that uh you think would be uh a help to you know artists it could be artists, you know, anybody, uh, somebody's raising a family, anything you want to say. Um, yeah, you have the floor. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, I want to make sure I choose a good one. Right. (laughs) So the thing that's coming to me at the moment that's bubbling up is that I just want to say that you listening to this episode of the Rock With You podcast, um, that you have everything you need inside yourself. Um, it is all there and it is just ready and waiting for you to either uncover it again or discover it. Um, join forces with it and it is that little nub of confidence and spark um, and that with it you you will be able it sounds so cheesy you'll be able to achieve your dreams but if you I feel like just just follow your heart where whatever it's saying to you I think go with it because it's saying it for a reason mm-hmm. and while you might not be able to see it come to fruition immediately there will be steps that you can take to make it happen, whether that's an art project that you've been wanting to do, a job that you're hoping to have Mm -hmm. one day. um, I don't know, things in your personal life, all that kind of stuff. Um, You, yeah, you've, you've got it inside you and you can totally do it. I believe in you. Yes. That's it. That's yeah. You got this, you guys. Freaking, oh my gosh, please, you guys, <laughs> eat that. All that was, uh, I 100% agree with that and am living that. Oh my God, thank you. Oh gosh, Lauren. Okay, cool. Um, I don't want to, uh, dang. Okay, there was, okay, I know I was closing out the show. There was one thing I hey, wanted Fred, to- It's fine, I've got some time. <laughs> okay, I wanted to talk about Sid and Squid. I don't know if you want to talk about that, but yeah, I can um, do what you want to know. <laughs> okay, so 
because I had talked, I said I was going to bring it up and I was like, oh yeah, I totally forgot. Um, Sid and Squid, you're, I don't I want to call it your baby. You're your super <laughs> project here that I've seen you've been working on. Um, and um, I don't know how to go about this because I guess I kind of want to talk about how you, matter of fact, what, what is Sid and Squid? <laughs> so sid and squid um is basically it's it's the story of two best friends one is sid who is a surfer um and his best friend uh is a giant squid who's just about adapted to life on shore and just the stupid silly awesome ridiculous things they get up to that's basically what it is in a nutshell and so it started as my final year film for university which was okay but also slightly terrible which anybody who's made a final film for university that's generally generally the feeling that you have about them after a while Yeah, it's just like, oh, it's fine. It it got me a grade. That's okay. Never mind. But I so loved these two characters so mm-hmm. much. I kept thinking about them. And I was so, I was honestly disappointed that I didn't get to make the film that I'd envisioned in my mind, which mm. of course you're not going to be able to do at that right. stage, but it's fine. Um, I set about, um, like, if, if I could have made, like, a short film about them, what would have that actually been like? Um, so I set about, um, hand animating, like, uh, I guess it's kind of as if it was an intro for a TV series. Mm -hmm. If they had their own show, this intro would have been what played at the front titles. Um, and so I, I animated that. I think it took me ages, you guys. It was Mm. really long process. (laughs) Um, but I finally finished it, I think in 2004. 15 mm-hmm. and since then uh let's see I guess I put it down for a while mm-hmm. but they they're always in the back of my mind right um and I've picked it up in the last couple of years and I've been slowly making like a, a series of gifts mm-hmm. uh based around them and uh, so the first one is the two of them just chilling on the beach in the morning. The, the idea is that it's three gifts, one in the morning, one at midday and one in the evening, just to mm-hmm. kind of see what they do and be able to kind of show their personalities, how they interact together. Um, and just kind of get like these little moments across that you can just kind of sit with them and be in that same kind of space, enjoying that vibe with them. Um, so the first one is the two of them just chilling in the morning after breakfast. So mm-hmm. um, Squid is lying on his front, leafing through, <laughs> <laughs> leafing through a magazine, uh, and Sid is lying on his back with one foot resting on Squid, um, with his headphones on, and he's just like nodding away to. He's probably listening to Rush because, let's be honest, that's my favorite band. Um, <laughs> And so they're just kind of chilling out together, each doing their own thing, but together. Um, and then the midday one is one that I am currently on. It's right. taken 18 months <laughs> to work on this one. Like, gifts are supposed to be, like, short and sweet. Your gifts and just are... get them done. You don't... <laughs> but, like, 
when I looked like, okay, so the first one, I was like, this is to me, like it's beyond just a gif. Like it, like I'm staring at it and I don't know when to stop looking at it. <laughs> it's like just so high quality. It's so beautiful. Oh, and it's thank like, you. like, I'm like, Oh, like this is like something I would see on TV, like on a film. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. Cause again, like I was talking to her earlier and I was like, Oh my God, I'm like so hype. I want to save this for the podcast, but it's like, like the way that squid is like, cause you can, in this gif, you totally know who they are. You, it's oh, almost like you would yes. know how they sound and you know how they treat each other the way that how mm-hmm. they're lying down, um, like like Squid's eyes, how they're just moving around, how he's reading, like he's literally reading. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not just like there, like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and um, you know, for us as artists, for us, you know, f- for her to create this scene, there is a lot of brain that is she is using to, one, convey these these ideas, then to actually construct them, like, and for it to look like, it wasn't constructed like it was literally <laughs> real. Like that's the whole thing. That's like, cause you don't, when you look at it, you don't realize, no, somebody had to like literally make this whole thing. Like, cause it, it's already alive. So you you just already see the, the alive ending thing. So mm-hmm. like, I was just like, Oh my gosh. Like the way it's painted it, the way the tone of it is like, uh, um, I'm going to get you guys to see this. Either it's going to be the cover of this or something like that. I don't know, but y'all got to see this. Um, And it's just so delightful to me. It's like, you know, as she, again, her directing this scene, this shot, this, you know, this, uh, what she's making, she is doing her homework in all different facets from the color, from design, from the timing of the animation, from the composition, like all these things. And then too, I didn't even talk about the effects animation that she was doing for, like to me, I'm like, uh, like in the stuff she was doing with the waves and I'm like, Lauren, this feels like that takes years. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Honestly, it did. It did take years. Like these were not quick projects. I think I entered into them thinking, cool okay I gotta make like a short project won't take too long and then there's that kind of awkward bit in the middle where I'm like why is this taking so long I mean like this this gif I think it loops how long is it it might be like um I'm I'm literally timing it out in my head right now Hmm. looking at the page stunning it so what's that like maybe five seconds Mm -hmm. it it did take a year because it was in amongst other stuff right, of that course. I was doing. And so I did I did initially choose a GIF because I was like, cool, quick win, sweet, yeah. just going to make it animated. I'm going to be like really anime with it and do like limited frame animation. Right, so not right. doing all the tweens. I'm going to keep it really sharp and snappy and, you know, just to get the idea across. Yeah. It doesn't need to be perfect. Right. Um, but even that, it took a long time. Right. But it's just, I don't know. I love them so much and I am I'm not a person to leave things undone. I mm-hmm. I like to finish what <laughs> I set out to do. Yeah. So yeah, and um yeah, I mean this this current one, this midday one, um, it's not it's not all together, it's not finished yet, but um I'll describe it for you guys. Um I mean you can see bits of it on my Instagram, but yeah, yeah. 
basically this time around squid uh <laughs> he's reclining in a kiddie's paddling pool so he is much too big for this paddling pool but he needs to stay cool and hydrated because he's a squid um <laughs> reclining back with sunglasses uh sipping on a little cocktail in a half coconut meanwhile uh sid is doing insanely fast press-ups upside down crunches and uh what's the other thing he's doing Oh, one-legged squats while holding right. a rock. <laughs> right, 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 so, right, right, right. Animating all those things—they took longer than I expected. I think mm. I think my vision was quite ambitious, but it's just so satisfying. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. just love working on them so much. Right, um, and you can feel that in your work, and in, in like again, like um, I forget what the exercise. Um, um, Sid is doing um the I forget you I work out and I don't even know what this exercise <laughs> when he's upside down doing the things because I was thinking oh yeah the upside down crunches yeah I'm like because you as an animator you have to know how like how that looks and how that works and um but as I'm watching it 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 looks like he's it's gonna sound so dumb it looks like he's doing them because that's really good though thank you yeah because like you you know we can have an idea of what something may look like or try to attempt it um and do our best and Mm -hmm. it may not be accurate to what it actually is or if something feels off it feels weird or something like that but for you to have the knowledge or i don't know if you have to do the research and all this kind of stuff and then you have to convey that to your character model and then time it and then draw it and then all this kind of stuff so i'm just like uh, a lot of homework <laughs> like it's, and yeah, I know it's I a mean, simple move but i'm like oh man that's and so like that is but that is the juice that is the the attractiveness the beauty of the work that you you've done this so it makes it so easy for us to jump in and and feel these characters and feel what you're doing and that to me is like professionalism that is great high level execution professionalism and you didn't freaking (laughs) put out garbage like you know what i mean so it's just like yo like this is great like this is really nice so Thanks. Yeah, I mean, my, I mean, for the upside down crunches, like I, I can just about, so I can, I can just about do a press up. Um, I've been going to Pilates for four years, you guys. Mm. Yeah. Um, I can, I can't really do a single leg squat, but I can kind of like balance on one leg and bend my knee enough to get an idea of like where is the weight sitting is it on the ball of my foot is it on the heel like am I leaning a particular way if I hold something heavy in front of me how does that change so those things like I can kind of act out and that's super helpful I mean if if you're in a studio you feel really awkward if you have to do that but it is hands down the number one most useful thing is to actually do the action yourself you you can have like this concept of oh i know how to pick something up off the table you Mm -hmm. put your arm out you close your hand around the thing and you lift it up but if you actually sit down and do it yourself taking into account what the character's like frame of mind would Mm -hmm. be um any like constrictions they have on their person 
um, like maybe one arm is tied behind their back or something. And um, how does that, what does that feel like? How does that change what your initial thought was? Because 99 times out of 100, it's completely different to what you sketched down first. Uh, and so when it came to upside down crunches, clearly I, I am not so athletic that I can do those myself. Right. So video reference. It's surprisingly mm-hmm. difficult to find videos on YouTube of people doing upside down crunches. But right. if you can find just one, it'll help tremendously. And it's to just kind of like absorbing, like looking at what each body part is doing, right. seeing where the weight is. I mean, I've, I've done normal ab crunches on the mm-hmm. floor. So I know that the power comes from, surprise, surprise, the abs. Right. And so you kind, of, you kind of know things about it and then you're kind of filling in the blanks and then yeah. trying to make an educated guess about, well, I can't do this myself. I haven't got someone immediately in front of me doing it for me that I can like walk around them and see what's happening and ask some questions. Um, so you kind of just have to take the information in front of you and do the best that you can with it. Um, so yeah, video reference is so helpful. I think often, well, any kind of reference when people are drawing, yeah, there's often this kind of like stigma around it of just like, Oh, use reference you're not really trying hard enough you should just be able to do it with the pure power of your mind it's like no that's not how it works exactly so good exactly i feel like i still even have even though i've been using god using reference on like freaking everything i feel like i'm not Mm -hmm. even i'm not needed anymore (laughs) let's just put the let me just put the reference (laughs) in front of people you know but like um i've like seen just how like i have to battle sometimes with my mind when it comes to getting reference to when it comes to be like, no, I literally don't know how the hand should pick this thing or, or hold this ax or whatever. And I'm like, I mm. need to do either like, let me do it myself. Let me take photos of my hand. Let me do this or whatever. Yeah. Like, and I realize like that is a part of our job. That is a part of us. Like, I feel like when you're really becoming professional, because you're really taking the extra effort to really know um, what you're doing or know that character, understand what's going on, understand, um, you know, uh, you're now becoming a scientist about what you're doing, you know, you're, you know, and, and, um, but those efforts, uh, they pay off, you know, Mm -hmm. and it allows for the other uh, audience, the, 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 the audience to connect to because they're human. You're giving them a human reference to connect with because they're human mm-hmm. and we see humans each day and all this, you know, you're, you're helping them, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's kind of giving that point of reference that even if, if what you are drawing or animating in the end is not, not of this world, right. perhaps it's an alien or some crazy insane monster or some bizarre machine. If it's kind of got that grounding in, like real life reference it it you're right it gives it that element of um almost like tangibility of like yeah sort of feasibility like this thing could actually exist because of the references that you have looked at and put together yeah um it's like for me i think part of one of the reasons so i really love star wars Mm-hmm. And oh the original yeah, trilogy. And you bring that up. <laughs> oh, 
it's it's so good but i think one of the reasons the original trilogy so four five and six yeah feels so so real to me is because a lot of the props that they made are made out of bits of tubing and hair dryers mm-hmm. and um like flashes for cameras and right. all these kind of like real world objects and right. while you're not immediately aware that oh they've just right. sellotaped this camera component onto a stick and they've made it into a whatever I, but because those elements are there i think that's what lends it it's realism because you've got that point of reference. They're things that subconsciously feel right right because they've already been designed for a purpose in real life. And now they're being repurposed in the movie. Right. I just, I love it so much. Do you know that when, when Luke's like riding in the, there's like a long shot on Tatooine, probably in a new hope where he's riding along in his speeder. Yeah. They attached a mirror to to cover the wheels so that right. it would just reflect the sand when he was right. going along, which is like, it's genius. It's so good. genius. It's, and I, something I love about that kind of filmmaking, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I call it just like kind of like lightning bottle when you have to be very, uh ingenuitive yes you know with what is in front of you with what you have and there's something like again even how you're talking about the props how they were making a lot of the props and how like this is stuff we were seeing we see every day but we did like our subconscious is Mm. like it's so beautiful it becomes like this organic like form because of i don't know yeah, it's play, just but... looking at it in a different light, yeah. combining it with other things. And I mean, that that kind of real DIY mindset is mm-hmm. kind of, it's just my favorite thing. I yeah. just, why why wouldn't you take the simplest route to something that's going to get, that's going to communicate you? You don't, you don't need to have like the most amazing 3D printed right. models and things. You know, if, if a hairdryer and a rock are going to create what you're after. Use the hairdryer and the rock. You don't need to reinvent the wheel, you know? Right. Um, It's just that whole thing of doing what you can Mm -hmm. with what you've got in front of you. And that, that for me, I tend to apply that to just everything. (laughs) Right. Super. And it just goes back to what you said, how like you are enough, you know, like what is on the inside of you is, is, enough to go forward and just us taking time to see that taking time to uh dust it off hey hey wait wait there there's the there there i am right in in my own heart there i Mm -hmm. am yeah there is the answer that i was looking for you know so oh my gosh uh yes (laughs) yeah so freaking good so good (laughs) oh my gosh um Okay, where do you take it from here? Um, I think, let me see. Talked about the beauties of Sid and Squid. We talked mm-hmm. about, let me do a little recap here. Uh, DIY, DIY, do your animation. No, DIY <laughs> animation podcast with Jess, you and Jess. Uh, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You guys 
gotta check that out. And wherever I'm posting this, I'm gonna try to put all these links up. I'll put links uh, cool. to Lauren's Instagram too. And something I, I like about your um, what you do, I like I like just seeing your environment where you live, like mm-hmm. or the, where you travel and all this kind of stuff. It just has such a beautiful life to it, and it feels like you are living. <laughs> That's ah, thank you. Sometimes it's hard to feel like you're living, but I don't know when when you can take a step back and you actually see it all, then it's like, actually, yeah, I, I have not just sat around and done nothing. Right. Um, I have, I have tried my best with what I've got right, yes. right in front of me. Yeah. Uh, so deep. And I think that's something we definitely need to keep seeing more in our lives again. So that, uh, what else we talk about? We talked about Star Wars. <laughs> we talked about, um, you gave us some good freaking power-ups about believing in who we are and listening to our heart. Uh, t- and I think we finished out with Sid and Squid, your awesome project. Got to show you guys these gifts. They're like super high quality, super beautiful. Um, and um I don't know. Lauren's just an awesome person, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Getting better at taking compliments all the time. <laughs> She's an awesome person. It was great having her as a guest. I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. Um, Lauren, oh yeah. Did you want to give out any shout outs, anything, you know, shout outs to your friends or anybody, you know, or um, something else I was supposed to ask you, is there any an inspiration uh, maybe, uh, or something that you're looking forward to do or anything that you really like inspiration or, you know, um, I don't know, I'm kind of bawling all this up at once, <laughs> but <laughs> any, any, any last things you want to say to anybody or anything? And, and... Um, gosh, inspiration is a really big one. Um, but funnily enough, so you you guys may be aware that in Britain at the moment we've got lockdown because of all the COVID nineteen stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're not allowed to um, have like uh, basically you're not allowed to leave the house unless it's to go and buy food or medication um, or take one piece of outdoor exercise a day. Uh, so basically everybody's staying indoors, and I'm actually really loving it to begin with. I hated it. Well, I didn't hate it. It was just a real struggle. Yeah. Um, but now that I've kind of settled back into it, uh, I'm actually feeling more inspired from it. I've been drawing more, which mm-hmm. I have not drawn for a very long time. Um, you know, just like sketching and doodling right. fun things. Um, and so I think it's that kind of being forced to live slowly has been really like refilling my creative well, mm-hmm. as it were. Um, so yeah, I guess I'm kind of drawing a lot of inspiration from the whole situation at the moment, nice. uh, in terms of feeling like I can do the stuff that I want to do. You know, I don't feel like I have to be keeping up with everybody else because right. nobody else is doing anything. They're stuck inside. <laughs> and so it feels like you can just kind of sit back and be like, well, what do I want to be doing right now? Right. Um, <laughs> And it's been so good. Like I, I was thinking about it this afternoon, um, and I have probably waited ten years to be this prolific again. Like when I was a teenager, I was just drawing all the time, sat in front of the TV. I'd be coming up with these cool characters. I'd be just pencil in my hand. I'd be drawing, and 
after uni that just didn't happen anymore right, right. really um but since being stuck in lockdown you know i've not learned 15 languages i've not studied um like life drawing so i can michelangelo the shinola out of um whatever i'm drawing i haven't done any of those things i've just sat in my sketchbook mm-hmm. and just been like i'm just gonna have this idea i'm just gonna doodle it and it has been so good it sort of came in like drips and you know here and there and then right. gradually it's kind of been gaining momentum to the point that it's like it's just pouring out now which is so exciting oh, for me so uh yeah i'm doing the six fan arts thing oh yeah that's right yeah by the time this episode comes out i hope to have finished my first one which uh as you will all see um oh i don't know if i should reveal it yet i'm just so excited about it because it's hilarious (laughs) reggie you have say should i say what it is or should i I don't know i don't and i don't know when this episode is going to because I got to get more space. <laughs> so if, That's cool. So it's going to be a while. By the time yeah. this goes up. Yeah. In which case, I will tell you right now. So it's a sneak preview for you, Reggie. Okay. Um, it's Jeff Goldblum in his magnificent reclined position from Jurassic Park. Oh, my God. And it is... Oh my it's gosh, I want to see so, it It's been so hilarious to draw. Like, I have not had that much fun oh, drawing something wow. in so long. Um, it's just been so good. Uh, oh, there's like a whole nother rabbit hole about me and fan art and drawing. And Jess has everything to do with that as well. We've been oh, doing interesting. Like, yeah, we've been doing like Google Hangouts drawing jams it's good so she'll be drawing something and sharing her screen and so that's got me into like drawing stuff and sharing my screen and it's just it's been so good and it's felt like such a long time coming and it's very exciting super freaking cool i can't wait to see this stuff and i saw some of jess's i don't know i don't know if she I know she was doing, I don't know where, I know she's doing the six, the six. Yeah, yeah. Go. I'm like, dang, should I do this too? I've been just so busy, but I want to do it too. I don't know. I mean, take it to whatever level you have time for. If it's right. stick people with silly faces, go for it. If you've got time to right. make the Sistine Chapel out of them, then do that <laughs> too, like, you know? That one. <laughs> I'm going to think about that. I'm going to, because it's just a really good season to really let go and really come back into those things and joy. And I pray that we get to continue this out of quarantine and everything like that as well. Yeah. So absolutely. Uh, one, one thing that I saw a quote that somebody shared somewhere and I can't remember who said the quote, mm. but basically it was along the lines of, um, Amidst all this like crazy COVID-19 stuff, yeah, everybody's really kind of rushing to get back to normal life. Mm. But before you do that, take a moment to consider what is actually worth rushing oh. back for. Dang. And if there's anything that you are doing now in the lockdown, stay at home situation that actually you want to carry forward into 
what used to be normal life. Mm. So that's been a really good one for me. And there's a lot that I've been doing in this lockdown that I'm like, actually, I want to shift like the focus of my days towards these things more. Not that I wasn't doing them before or, you know, like purposefully not doing them, but just that I make more time for them, make them more of a priority, I suppose. Right, right. Ooh. so yeah sorry i'm just like adding minutes onto you're, your you're, podcast you're dropping episode. these bombs on these minds these young um, minds out there you guys just patch up your heads it's okay this is all yeah. at your heart these are good keep them in <laughs> yeah <laughs> no lauren this is all so good and again i feel this is very on time that there um everything that we talked about in this podcast was very much needed Again, if if not if anybody's not gonna, I'm gonna I'm eating all of this, so I'm grateful for this. Um, but uh, man, I'm really glad that you found it encouraging, and I hope that you guys listening have maybe drawn a little glimmer of hope in it somewhere. Mm-hmm, please you can do. do it. You can <laughs> literally, you guys, we can do that. This yes. is what this is all for. So, um, yeah. okay, I'm gonna close it out. <laughs> Cool. In terms what? of shout outs, I would say, oh, yeah, go, go, go. oh yeah, uh, I was going to say, I have to give a shout out to Jessica Doll, my, yes. my other podcasting half, um, yes. and one of my absolute best friends. She, she is an absolute ray of sunshine personified. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. And her art is super awesome. So yes, she's super cool. Um, my friend David White as well. Um, he is just busting out. He loves drawing dwarves and he is nailing the dwarf hey. situation right now. That's right. really good. It's just so good. Um, so yeah. And of course, Reggie, but you guys already know about Reggie. So that's fine. Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Um, Well, we're going to end the show, guys. Uh, Thank you guys for coming through, for rocking with us here. Uh, Hope you guys were blessed. And I know I was. And thank you again, Lauren, for coming on to the podcast. Uh, I'll have, I'll try to have you guys some information and things so you can find and see her work, especially the stuff that we talked about. Um, And uh, yeah, just thank you again, Lauren, for coming on. And yeah, thank you for having me. It's been such a blast. Yes, it, this was super, way more than I expected. So, <laughs> super good. <laughs> such a blessing. So, and uh, so yeah, you guys have an awesome rest of the day, uh, and stay stay awesome, stay prolific, keep going, and enjoy each enjoy yourself, enjoy who you are. Listen yes. to what Lauren said. <laughs> yeah, follow your heart. Yes, please. Like, literally, I know we said cheese is going to be what you hear here, okay? Mm-hmm. We're like the but rats. it's all completely. Oh, <laughs> we love the cheese here, okay? We're going <laughs> to we're gonna over-cheese this. Okay, you need some power-ups? Listen to this, all right? <laughs> Just super cheesy everywhere, okay? Because this is some real good stuff that we need to hear. So yeah. thank you guys for coming through. And um, we'll see you guys next time, all right? All right. Yeah.